everyone, this is episode 645 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, June 14th. Nope, June 24th. I knew there was a 4 in there. I was wrong about the 1. It was a 2. And then you take the 2 and you put the 4 together, you get a 24th, uh, uh, <laughs> 2019. I'm your host, Mark Nez. Today I'll be talking about Dauntless, because I finally got around to playing that. I know, I'm so current with everything. And... I guess maybe some more Apex Legends, a handful of random games that I just went to for shits and giggles. I also went back on my PS3, my fat 60 gig PS3, to play a PS2 game because I was thinking about going a little further back with Attack the Backlog and playing a PS2 game, and that didn't go so well. Uh, Let's just say PS2 games, today, on an HDTV not so pretty not so pretty and it convinced me to retire my ps3 because i just i'm not realistically going to go back and play ps2 games on an hdtv given how they look especially when i've been spoiled by the xbox one x and backward compatibility on there with original xbox games they look incredible i think what is it 16 times anti-aliasing or whatever the hell terminology they use but i'll talk about that a bit more in a few minutes or so. Then I also watched the first four episodes of Kidding, that show with Jim Carrey where it's basically a take on Mr. Rogers but with a lot more drama surrounding him. Uh, And I have some thoughts. And then, yeah, I finished Evangelion and I watched the movie that follows at the end of Evangelion, which also, both things suck. I hate both of them. Uh, I can appreciate the art. It looks nice. It's got that going for it. The dub is solid. Not great or anything. It's not one of the best dubs I've heard by any stretch of the imagination. And so many characters are just shit. And the story is absolute nonsense. I don't know what the hell is going on. And... While a lot of people who defend it talk about how, you know, it was the creator, whatever his name is, it was him pouring his heart and soul into the project and his dealings with depression and anxiety and all this, whatever, his obsessions, blah, 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 blah. Sure, fine. Good for him on taking all this stuff from his personal life and and these things that he was dealing with and putting them into this piece of art. Uh, But just because... It's different, it's unique in ways it's interesting. That doesn't mean it's good. You know, there, there's a difference between the two, and I don't think Evangelion is good. I would never want to rewatch it. I'm glad I did finally watch it, I guess, just because it is a staple of anime and something that was missing from my anime history. I've watched... I don't know, close to 400 series at this point, and there's still plenty of big series that I've yet to watch, in part because certain things don't jive with me in most cases, like kind of with Evangelion, I mean, not kind of, but I'm not huge into Mecha and all that stuff, these giant robots. I've watched series that I've enjoyed that have that. I, I've I'm th- I've thought about watching more Mobile Suit Gundam, more Gundam series because 
the first one I ever watched, because I avoid it. I'm like, sure, I like the design of these things, but I don't really care about space fights and all that. But I watched Iron-Blooded Orphans, and that was good. I liked that. It, it was surprisingly good. And I think part of it is because there's a lot of stuff going on outside of the robots. And that might just be a misconception I have about the series in general, that the series in general isn't just robot fights. But I, I got the the idea in my head that most Gundam series are mostly about the, the giant robots and them fighting. And there's not much substance beyond that. But I've got plenty of sh- uh, shows that uh, I need to watch. I'm I'm now making my way through, what is it? Reuni Kenshin, whatever it's called. <laughs> that dub, that dub is, it is serviceable. And this is the good dub I'm watching. The one that's on Netflix and I believe Crunchyroll. Uh, the one on Hulu, if it's still streaming on Hulu, was the this this yeah the Sony dub, which I guess is infamous for being really bad. But uh, yeah, watching through that, the things that annoy me about that series, uh, at least in the dub, I don't know if the way it was translated for the subs is the same, uh, if the script is identical. But Kenshin talks like Yoda, and I don't know what. Cr- I want to know where that creative choice came from. Was it the the choice of the original creators in, in Japan? Was it from the, the translators? They thought like, oh, this would be cool if he talked like Yoda. I am wise, I am. You will do this, yes you will, or whatever. But like, I can't, I can't, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? With like, not Second City. Second, Second City is the, the comedian one, right? And then the uh, what's the drama one that was started by Malkovich and what Gary Sinise. There's Second City. I don't know why I'm going off this tangent. But uh, improv. I can't improv Yoda talk because I hate the way he talks and I don't register it and it's just, no. So I don't like that about the show and the... The dub is just, it's laughable at times with how poor the performances and deliveries are of lines. But for the most part, it's good enough. But yeah, I don't want to talk too much about anime. I was going <laughs> to I was gonna record the first episode of the anime podcast this Sunday, but then this weekend ended up being super productive in terms of getting Attack the Backlog done. So I think Friday evening I finished Costume Quest 2, which is out now you can watch that i finished hatful boyfriend which is uploaded everywhere and is already scheduled to be uh, posted on the site and on youtube you can see the premiere page which is kind of neat but also just pointless but it's there you can look at it you go to the youtube page youtube.com slash pixelated sausage you will see it there and i finished editing the resident evil audio and i'm now in the process of putting together the video that that audio was raw just under 40 minutes and then edited i think it came in at about 27 minutes so that that took a bit of time but it ended up being really productive in that sense and yeah that was i I felt really good about this weekend and the work i got done 
with all that, which means I didn't end up playing all that much, and that's why I don't have much to talk about in that sense. But, uh, yeah, moving on to what I've been playing, because there was no news that stood out other than Gran Turismo Sport, apparently after two years or whatever. I don't. I guess it's only been on two years, or is that right? I don't know. Uh, I just saw that after two years in the, the story, I believe. It got its first wet track, which seems crazy to me that it hasn't had a wet track. Does Is there no raining in the game? Does the rain just not affect racing? And I know that, I think since Motorsport 6, but maybe it came with Forza Motorsport 7, they've had wet tracks. I don't know if you can make every track a wet track in Forza, but they've had that for a while now. So it just seems crazy to me that it's taking this long for Gran Turismo to get it. And I'm assuming it's just the one track because the way I've interacted with that game and the VR and all this stuff, it seems like a lot of things are very strict to specific things. So it's like, okay, if we're going to implement a wet track, we're not going to do it across the game where you can do it on any track or whatever. We're just going to do it for this thing with the VR. We're not going to have it so they can race against a bunch of different cars. We're just going to have it so you race against one car, which is fucking boring. And I don't like that. But, uh, that stood out as just being a weird thing. So played a bit of Dauntless, which you've probably heard on other podcasts as the easier to get into Monster Hunter game. And that's true. I guess it, it looks nice. I like it aesthetically. aesthetically. But um, my biggest problem with the game, having played it for about an hour and taking down a few monsters, is that there's no lock-on feature. And maybe I'm not... Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's a lock-on feature in Monster Hunter, and I'm thinking the game's like the Soul Series and everything, but fighting a, a, a monster in Dauntless was a real chore. You can press the left analog stick, I believe, to recenter the camera, but there is no lock-on, and I found that to make the combat a lot more frustrating than I was expecting. Also, the monsters are very just... They're, they just take a lot of damage and I didn't get a good sense of how much I was damaging them or I mean you, you see the numbers ticking down but I felt like I had a better idea with Monster Hunter World as to how the, the fight was going instead of this it just felt it, it, it just, there, it, Monster Hunter World feels like it has more depth in, in terms of everything uh, you know the crafting and the loadout and the way you would tackle a situation and the way you can uh, attack a monster and things you can use to your advantage and the way weapons work, uh, which I guess makes sense. Uh, you know, Dauntless is much more simplified. It's much easier to get into. You know, anyone can pick it up and play and just hack away at a monster. They don't do that much damage. You have your health with you. So it is a fine monster hunter substitute and, and a, a good game for those who are not or those who find monster hunter world even overwhelming but i definitely would much rather just keep playing monster hunter world and check out the dlc and stuff like that than play more dauntless i, I would be open to dauntless if people i knew wanted to play together i'm like sure fine but uh it's not a game i, I will go out of my way to play and then I wanted to try something a little bit different and go back further. I have all these PS2 games that I've never gotten around to playing. I was like, oh, this is, you know, Attack the Backlog. 
this is this is what it's for is for kicking uh for uh knocking out games that are in my backlog and all that jazz so i went to where my ps2 games are i don't know how many got them maybe got like 80 or something maybe i got close to 100 because uh, i have also in addition to the ones that are all in cases i have like a little small binder of loose discs and i don't know why i have loose discs i don't know where the hell i got them from why i wouldn't have the case but i got my copy of psyops and i was really excited because i'm sure if the visuals weren't so shitty i could have fun with psyops though i mean it didn't control that well in playing with a uh, dualshock 3 as much as i hate the dualshock 4 it's so much better than the DualShock 3. Um, when I put it in my PlayStation 3 and loaded it up, I was reminded of how shitty PS2 games look on an HD TV. It was just so ugly. You know, the, the jaggies were all over the place. It was blurry. The, the resolution looked because it's low res, I mean, it's not HD, so it, I'm, I'm guessing it's 480p, maybe it's a little under, but it, it just looks terrible, and it was really dark, and I don't know if that was because the game itself, specifically PsyOps, is a dark game, or that it starts off in a dark place, or what, but I, I couldn't adjust the visuals or the the contrast the, the the brightness the darkness all that um in game so i just shit out of luck there but uh it, yeah it just it looked really bad and it made me realize that i have no desire to go back and play these games because of how bad they look on an hgtv specifically if i had a crt sure different story I don't have a CRT. I'm not buying a CRT. I don't have the space for a, CT, a CRT, especially in my capture space. I don't have space for that. I don't want to make space for it. I don't want to have something that giant here. Um, so that's just not going to happen. And then I also thought, well, before I retired the PS3, let me put in a PS3 game and play that. And that also didn't look that great. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure what the, the, the resolution was for the game I play. I played Demon Souls, which I've never played up until this point. And playing a, a bit of that up to the, the first boss, I, I mean, it's a Souls game. It felt really good. It felt familiar. I liked playing it. I was parrying way more than I ever did in any other Souls games, and it felt really good. And it made me really hopeful, or it made me hope that the, well, I forget the name of the studio, but I hope that they are really working on a Demon Souls remaster because uh, I think that's been rumored from the people who did the Shadow of the Colossus remaster and, and whatnot. I'd love to see that. But going back to those games, it, it's just so difficult after the, the wonderful job Microsoft has done with so many Xbox games. The, the original Xbox games, they've... Uh, made backward compatible, which isn't a huge list, but they look incredible. The Xbox One X enhanced games look amazing. And then even without the enhancement, games look and play better on the X, the ones that are backward compatible. So, yeah. And I feel like even playing through the 360, it, it looks better. And I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that to capture through the 
PS3, it has to go through component cables um, because the HDMI HDCP issue uh, is a, a problem, at least with the Elgato. Um, but yeah, I officially retired the PS3. And I, I was reminded too, having not turned it on in such a long time, that the PS3, at least the, the fat original PS3, it is so fucking loud. It's like a jet engine. I when I when it really started to turn on and and start making a lot of noise, I'm like, what what is that? What is making so much noise? Is my fan just going on? I'm like, what is happening? And I'm like, oh, oh, it's the PS3. Oh God, I, yeah, that that thing was a loud son of a bitch, wasn't it? And then when I unplugged it after maybe about a half hour or so. And, and unplug the, the the all the cables. Um, when I picked it up, I was also reminded of how fucking hot that thing is. I picked it up. I'm like, holy shit, this thing is on fire. This thing is on because uh, I I think I remember a lot of people having issues with their PS3, the the launch ones, where if they had it in an entertainment center behind glass and closed it off in this enclosed space, that that heat would build up and they their systems would. I don't think they would fail completely, but you'd have to like let it air out. Uh, you know, nothing on the the same uh, magnitude as the the Red Ring of Death, of course. But I remember that being a problem. And that fucking thing is hot, 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 hot. But I retired it, unplugged it, put it down in my basement. Don't know. I haven't put it away in like a storage container yet or anything. But now I'm like, okay. I should put all the discs that I have in one of my containers and just put them back in their cases, keep those in storage, store the PS3, put all the PS2 games in the storage bins and just put them all away for a potential feature when I play. Like, it would be great if somehow Sony figured out how to do backward compatibility on their future systems and could do what Microsoft did. Uh, even if it's for a small number of games, it'd be great. But I, I can see them remastering some of the games that I would most want to revisit because looking at my PS2 collection, like there are a good chunk of games I, I would think that are probably available on PC and that I could see and, and that would look much better. Like PsyOps maybe got a PC release. I'm not sure, but that would be a way to go. But like, yeah, I think, um, yeah, I think there are plenty that got a pc release that would be a better way of revisiting and like like killer seven i don't know if that made it to any other platform since then as of pc but it's on pc and i think it only has keyboard and mouse support which is weird but i would love to revisit the ratchet and clank games because i've only played i think the first two ratchet and clank games and then the the remake on ps4 which is incredible but if they just did a cleanup job and made a, a, a fantastic collection of all the Ratchet and Clank games. I'd buy that in a hard second and, and, and enjoy the hell out of it. But uh, yeah, the PS3 has been retired and therefore the PS2 and PS1 collection has also been retired. Uh, also for Attack the Backlog, I was looking into 3DS emulators and like the, I, I went to the first one that popped up. I don't remember what it's called and found out how I can dump my cartridges on uh, an SD card or whatever so that I can play them on my computer, which 
is what I would, the only reason I would want to do that, obviously, is so that I can capture footage. I'm not going to get my 3DS modded. I don't want to do that. Uh, that's a significantly more expensive route than doing it this way. And I don't feel bad about this, given that I'm doing it with games I already own. So it's not like I'm doing like stealing a game or whatever. I'm just playing the game in a different way. Um, so yeah, see how that works. And yeah, so outside of all that, no Apex Legends. Never mind. I don't have anything to talk about there. Uh, and I want to end this episode. But uh, I watched the first four episodes of Kidding and. Jim Carrey is very good in it, and there are parts of it I like, but there's just too much ridiculous shit in there for the sake of it being dramatic and for like to just overdo it to an extent that I don't really care for. Like uh, Jim Carrey's split from his wife. He had two twin boys, and one of them died in a car accident like a year ago so he's trying to deal with that his family seems to have moved on perfectly fine his wife is seeing another man and you get one scene where you find out that she loves to masturbate while having her toes suck her toad sucked her toes sucked and that dude who was sucking her toe was also masturbating so good old masturbation fest and toe sucking like oh great i'm so happy to know that they like doing that uh that kind of stuff i just like what i don't need all this fucking random weird shit for these people to have as characteristics just to have the and then one of his co-workers her husband was getting jerked off by their daughter's piano teacher and now because i think she saw the daughter saw him being jerked off she just randomly screams every now and again it's just there's all this shit going on, and I'm like, I, I'm interested in Jim Carrey and his character and his struggles, but the world they're building around him, I'm way less interested in, and I'm finding it hard to get invested in it and and just want to be in it. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't think I'm gonna stick with it, but yeah, that's. That's kidding. I'm also, this is like a me thing, and maybe other people would also be annoyed by this, but I find it very annoying how they take certain things about Mr. Rogers and just put them in the show. So, like, I like you get the idea that that's the kind of person he is and he's portraying in the series, but you don't need to take certain things and rumors about Mr. Rogers and just put them in the show like practically verbatim as they are in the real world regarding Mr. Rogers, because at one point, one of his son's friends asked him, you know, is it true that your father was a sniper back in the war and killed all these people and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't need this. Like, I'm sure plenty of people are like, Oh, it's just like Mr. Rogers. I mean, it's the same shit in like Metal Gear Solid 4. It's like, Oh, fucking shadow Moses. I like, don't fucking pattern me with this shit. Uh, and I wouldn't call this patterning, but just, you don't need to, you don't need that. I know what you're doing and you don't need to just like shove it in my face in that sense. 
but yeah, that's a very picky thing on my end. Anywho, that will do it for this here episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Marcus Nez. I just was reminded too that I, because I retired the PS3, I then ordered the HD60, so then I'll be able to capture footage 1080p 60fps, which will be nice. I'm thinking about picking up a ring light, I believe it's called, to make the the podcast and, and videos that feature my stupid face better looking. Um, because at least if I can't change the way I look, I can change the way the videos look. So I think I might pick up one of those and then in terms of hardware for making content, the only thing left would be at some point getting a, a better webcam, but I'm in no hurry to, to do that because there's no benefit really to seeing my face more clearly. But yeah, uh, uh, again, going back to the end of the podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Mark Christian. As y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. This site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage and watch them there. If you want to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoy this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Bye.